You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Steve McSwain with Archa Travel, the 2021 Chair of the Board for the Plano Chamber of Commerce. Well, today we're going to jump right in and introduce our guest. Dr. Mary Barnes-Tilly serves as campus provost at Collin College's Plano campus. In this role, Dr. Barnes-Tilly has oversight over campus operations, including academic and workforce programs, facilities, student enrollment services, and student housing. She brings 26 years of experience in higher education, including 22 years of teaching and 18 years in administration to her role with the college. When she's not in the office, Dr. Barnes-Tilly serves on the Plano Chambers Board as an advisory director, the Texas Health Board, and Plano ISD's District Improvement Planning Committee. She's also a proud member of Leadership Plano Class 38, kicked off a few minutes ago. And Dr. Barnes-Tilly, thank you so much for joining us on Plano Pulse today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, welcome, Mary. As Kelly mentioned, we're lucky to serve on the Plano Chamber of Commerce Board together. Uh, However, since COVID, we uh, haven't had an opportunity to visit face-to-face as usual as much as we'd like to. Can you start out by giving our listeners uh, kind of an overview of Collin College and specifically the Plano campus, like number of students, staff, programs, how it's funded, et cetera? Sure, sure. I, I, I love, love, love talking about Collin College. So thank you so much for, for that great question. We are uh, very proud to serve 56,000 students at Collin College. All of our campuses, uh, whether students are with us for credit or they're with us for uh, to continue um, their education just um, you know, through our CE program, our continued education program. We're just excited to serve so many, whatever their needs are. COVID definitely led to some uncertainty this last year. So we have been working very hard to figure out what uh, our enrollment's gonna look like uh, as we're kind of coming out of this COVID era. But uh, we are really excited that we have been maintaining our growth and uh, especially given what our community colleges around the state are experiencing. So we're very excited about those numbers. We uh, actually have seven physical campuses right now, plus our higher education center in McKinney, plus an iCollin virtual campus. Uh, we just launched uh, two new campuses this year in Farmersville and Salina. We have three centers and one in Rockwall. Uh, Courtyard Center in Plano, an IT center of excellence that's just just opened. We have so much happening. It's just almost hard to uh, keep up with all of the growth. So it's very exciting for Collin College. You know, in Plano specifically, and and I I think that's the best campus, but uh, of course, I'm a little biased there. We have so much to offer. We're really a fully comprehensive campus in Plano. We've got the student housing, which was mentioned before. We have athletics. Just got to watch some basketball last night. Fine arts, we have our own art gallery. We have um, a fully functioning theater, which is is beautiful, wonderful. We offer academic courses. We will offer workforce courses. We actually have a child development lab school also on our campus. So we offer everything in Plano. And that's what's so exciting about 
students that come to us is they can get a little a little taste of everything, a real comprehensive college experience. And so that's what I love so much about being on this campus in particular. So you've been with Colin College for more than four years in various roles, but this is your first year as campus provost. Can you talk a little bit about what your new role entails? Yes, yes. Someone asked me this the other day and I thought, you know, I feel like every day is an adventure and you never know what's going to happen in your role as provost. And so, you know, I mean, standard things like working with uh, the deans to work on a schedule to make sure our students have the coursework that they need, whether they're here to transfer to a university eventually, or they're trying to get uh, a degree in one of our workforce programs and get a job. So that's a lot of what I do. But just overseeing the operations. I mean, making sure the facilities are functioning. Fortunately, I have an outstanding director that handles all of those things, but that's, that's part of my role each day. Student enrollment services, making sure our students get the support they need to enroll. All of our support services we offer students, if it's tutoring or counseling, all of that um, are things we want to make sure are operating each day, you know, in, in, in making sure that, that our students have great experiences um, through the fine arts program, as I mentioned, the art gallery and the theater and making sure those are state-of-the-art facilities. And so I really kind of have a, a really high-level view of, of all the operations so that when our students come onto campus, from the second they decide they want to enroll until they walk across the stage and finish, I want to make sure that experience at Plano is very positive. And so I oversee all of those things on the campus, but I have an incredible team that makes makes it look uh, very easy for me because they really do their jobs very well. And focus is always the students. Our, our president always says students first, no excuses. And we take that to heart on all of our campuses and specifically in Plano. So that's a little bit about what I do. I do have a role at the district level coordinating with other provosts. We want to make sure that when our students step foot on any campus that we have, no matter what their goal is, that they have a um, the same experience, the same positive experience. And so I, we do a lot of coordination across our district and it's gotten very big. We just want to make sure that no matter where the students go, they're having that great experience. And if they're graduating and going to the workforce, we're going to help them get there. If they're transferring to one of our partner institutions, we're going to help with that too. So uh, lots of exciting things day to day in, in the role of the provost for sure. Well, have you, have you learned anything new since taking on the role that you maybe you didn't know about the college before you stepped in? Well, yes. I, I mean, I could probably start a list of all the things that I've learned. The most exciting thing, and I have to tell this story because I think this is one of, it, it was a bad situation though, but that I ended up learning so much about. So I'm about at week four or five on the job and that's when the weather hit. So we are just coming back to campus, opening back up, getting ready. I'm getting settled in the new role. And then all of a sudden we're at home, I'm getting text and I'm watching the water just pour into the campus. It's pouring into our music facilities, our art gallery, our child development lab. It's like it picked the most complicated parts of campus to hit and hit those. So we are moving pianos out and, and all these things are happening and trying to figure out, oh my gosh, we've got to put a campus back together and this weather is not letting up. And so through that experience, I felt like it was it was like some weird hazing experience for me. I don't, I don't even know what it was, but it was so, it was, it was so surreal at the end. It was just like, this is one way to learn is by being thrust into the job like this. 
And so I learned about heating coils and things in facilities I, I didn't know a lot about, chillers and air handlers. And then in our music facility, we have these things called wangers that I thought, they said, well, they flooded, they're destroyed. And I was like, I, I'm not even sure I know what that is yet. So it was so interesting that so quickly I got to learn so much about the campus. And what I learned really is because of our incredible staff, we were able to really put the campus back together in a timely manner. Um, we were delayed a little bit. We had to close for a little while, but that really was one way to learn. But I think just in general, when I'm working across the district with my colleagues on the campuses that have healthcare uh, programs or have IT programs or the tech campus, just learning so much about what we offer has been um, a real incredible experience. And, and you, you know, just in the short 10 months that I've been here, I have, I have just learned so much about our operations that I, I did not I definitely didn't know in our previous role. I love that attitude, Mary. That's great. Uh, some people would look at it as a disadvantage, but you look at it as a, a learning opportunity, which is great for yeah. someone in the college business. And yeah. speaking of Collin College, um, you know, it's no longer the sleepy little community college as it started. It is Collin College. And uh, one of the tremendous uh, achievements recently is the addition of bachelor programs for both nursing and cybersecurity. So a lot of people think, oh, it's a community college. You go there for one or two years or maybe some touch up, but you can actually offer a bachelor program for nursing and cybersecurity. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that process of, that the students go through and kind of how it's going since you guys established it? Sure, absolutely. This is really exciting for the college. Um, it really puts, I think, the community in community college even a little bit more. So the legislature four years ago decided to allow community colleges in the state to offer up to three baccalaureate programs. And even this last session this year allowed up to five. And so Colin got to work very quickly. One of the processes we go through is you have to really take a deep dive into industry and determine where are there maybe staff shortages, where are there high demand areas, growing areas, and determine if I'm going to create this bachelor's program, where is the need? We do the same thing for all of our workforce programs, but this was at even a higher level because we wanted students that would come back to us to finish out that bachelor's. We saw nursing is as an area that definitely was a staff shortage at the time and in high demand as nursing always is. So that led to the bachelor's of science in nursing. And then with the IT programs, just growing so rapidly in this area in particular, uh, cybersecurity kind of, you know, came to the forefront as one of the programs that could be really beneficial to our students. And interestingly enough, we just opened our IT center of excellence on our Frisco campus that houses all of our IT programs, including that bachelor's of applied technology in cybersecurity. So it's very exciting. We are graduating this spring, our third cohort in nursing. So our third class coming in already, having just launched the program in the spring of 2020. So really exciting stuff in those areas. Um, but really with any workforce program, it really comes down to working closely with industry. Every workforce program has an advisory board made up of industry professionals. They give us feedback on current trends, give us feedback on curriculum, making sure that we're covering for our students in any program, especially in those bachelor's programs, that we cover that material that's going to have, once they finish, they're going to be ready to go into the workforce or back into the workforce. 
And so specifically for, for these programs, you know, it's letting students that are in our community that are working come back and finish an additional degree and get an additional credential and get back into their field and maybe get a better job as a result. We are in the process of adding construction management as our third baccalaureate program, and we are working on two additional ones right now. So I'm hoping in the next year or two, we can report out that we will have five baccalaureate programs that we can offer from Colin. Well, I don't know if there's ever been a time in our country or our community where those programs are not more needed and more important. So um, such, such a great asset for us. Switching gears a little bit, but equally as important is theater. And Collin College is very highly regarded in North Texas um, for your theater program, which is something I learned um, through, through this role. So what makes that program so successful? I can't say enough about our theater program, and it really is the people. We have such a dedicated staff and faculty that work so hard. I mean, these are, these are professional actors. They're professional uh, directors, award-winning directors. They have years of experience in professional theater, in education, in costume design, in set design. And they're a wonderful group of people to work with. And so they have such a passion for bringing that to our theater programs. And our students benefit so much from the experience that they have going through it. So it, it's it's successful because of them. And in this last year, when you're thinking about any performing arts, thinking outside the box and having really to deliver performances in a pandemic, it's amazing to think about what they accomplished. So it, it's definitely all about the, the faculty and staff that work in those areas. You just mentioned it, um, but the theater department took a unique approach to overcoming the challenges of COVID with the Parkapalooza events. Can you tell us a little bit more about how this came about and how it, what the outcome has been? Yes, you know, I just attended Parkapalooza a couple of weeks ago, and I will say Parkapalooza year two was just as exciting as, as year one for sure. So one of our theater professors came up with this idea when we were thrown into a situation where we wanted to provide some type of theater performance for, for the community, but how do we do that in a pandemic? So no physical contact, you know, how do we keep them distanced, uh, far apart, keeping them out of our theater because we couldn't put a bunch of people in a closed space. And so she thought about this idea of doing it in a parking lot where we stay in a car and we turn on the radio. And I was like, well, that's just like a drive-in movie. So that's exactly where it came from. It was just thinking outside of that box. And so not only did she have the idea, but then she had to take all the, the staff and the faculty and work together. How do we do this? How do we make sure the sound is right and the lighting is right and the projectors are set up in the right location? And how do we create a backdrop that's uh, really um, stimulating and unique and we create that experience? And so they came together and coordinated and the students had a unique experience because they were having to rehearse outside, set up and take down. So the, the actors and the technical theater students actually got to work together a lot closer than they normally have through this whole process while maintaining a six foot distance from each other the whole time. So it, it, it just became this incredible idea that came to fruition. And it was so popular last year, they redid it this year. And I have images of this beautiful setting. I mean, the students are on a stage but the lighting up of the trees and the background and that whole experience 
was just incredible. So it really was a, how do we think outside of the box? How do we deliver theater in a pandemic? And they delivered it very well. That's great, Mary. Uh, another interesting example of, of how you guys are adapting. And Collin College uh, also has a unique and interesting partnership with Plano Independent School District uh, with a dual enrollment program for students. What can you tell us about that program and how it came to be and how it's benefiting the PISD students get a leg up uh, on college? Sure, sure. We have a great partnership with Plano ISD. I'm, I'm very excited to work with them regularly and bring um, dual credit courses uh, to all of the campuses. We are on every senior high school. We actually have a health sciences academy at the Plano East campus. So students that want to complete uh, in uh, a program in our health sciences, they can do that at that campus. And so lots of things to offer. We've been doing it for almost two decades now. I had to get those numbers to make sure since I haven't been around for two decades, but We've been delivering that. And it, really, any dual credit program gives students the opportunity to get a little taste of college in high school. It challenges them because these are, these are rigorous courses they're taking. They can finish their senior year with up to 30 hours if, if they want to. Some of our students go beyond that. Some of our students try to finish their entire associate's degree uh, within that time frame. But we really are focusing right now on getting those juniors and seniors as many college courses as they want. They learn about resources of college. They learn about how to navigate a college course. And these are students that are usually very busy in high school. And so they, they learn all of that and they do it at a very, very low cost. Uh, we are about 25% the cost of what they would pay at a university. So we're very excited to bring that. And we're, it is a, it's a fantastic partnership just met with them recently on some some ideas how to expand. So we're very excited about the future with PISD. We'll be right back after a short break to learn more about Collin College's many offerings, including their corporate college and the Small Business Development Center. Stay tuned for more Plano Pulse featuring Dr. Mary Barnes Tilly. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining the Plano Pulse podcast today. Please be patient with us and you may hear a few imperfections as we record virtually. We look forward to getting back to recording in person soon. Enjoy. Okay, welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're joined today by Dr. Mary Barnes Tilly, the campus provost of Collin College's Plano campus. Thanks for being here, Mary. Thank you. Well, we talked a little bit about the break, about your partnership with with Plano ISD. And speaking of our high school students, Collin College has long been known as an excellent place for high school graduates to earn college credits or complete an associate degree before transferring to a four-year university. Can you comment briefly on some of those benefits of completing the basics at Collin College and which universities do you see your students going to following their time? Yes, yeah, definitely. You know, for students going to any university or college in the state, there is a basic core curriculum that all students have to have. So there are 42 hours that are pretty standard. So if you start those and finish those at a community college in Texas, the public universities have to accept all 42 hours. And so that's definitely a benefit to students because coming to us, they're getting those courses at a very low cost. I mentioned earlier that uh, we offer courses at about $57 a credit hour. So that means you can take a course for us for about 25% the cost of uh, going to a university, which is a huge savings for students. Um, and most of our students do come to us. They complete their core or they may complete their degree. We love that. And they transfer on. Um, most of the institutions we see them going to, UNT, UTD, 
Texas A&M University, Texas Women's, UT Austin. So those are our biggest probably transfer institutions. Some stay in the area and some venture out to other parts of Texas, but it's great to start with us and get that core done. Very insightful, Mary. That's great. Another offering that's uh, unique and innovative uh, from the college is the corporate college. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about that and how they could benefit from the corporate college? Sure, sure. Corporate college is a is a great program and it's offered um, from our courtyard center, which is in Plano. And it really works with existing workforce to provide them customized training. And so our, the philosophy of corporate college is if you have if you improve employee engagement and their satisfaction, you're going to retain employees. And so that's our goal in helping these existing workforce and these companies. So what the corporate college does, it works with companies to identify skill gaps. Um, So they consult with them, they do an assessment, and then they come up with customized training. It could be a short course, it could be professional development, could be any kind of customized learning program. And a lot of the areas we're focusing on right now, um, we do business solutions, executive resources, soft skills. Uh, That's very important. We hear a lot about that lately and a lot of IT and computer education. So it really is a a, a good program to work with that existing workforce to make sure that they have the most skilled employees and they can continue to retain those employees. So here in Plano, we are so fortunate that we have a very dynamic and involved small business community. And one of the really cool things that we share is our partnership with the Small Business Development Center or SBDC. So what and of course, Kong College is the home to this office. So what kind of training and services are available for our local small business owners and entrepreneurs through the SBDC? Yeah, another, another way we support business. And I, I love to talk about this as well. Um, again, another program out of our courtyard center in Plano. So we're very excited about this. Really, our small business development center focuses on so many things that they can um, help a business with, whether it's buying and selling a business, taxing, accounting, um, business expansion, um, how to increase your profits. Obviously, that's always an important one. Um, I can only imagine during the pandemic um, all the creative ways that we, we learned about how businesses were able to stay afloat human resource management, market trends, very important thing to help uh, small businesses with, um, strategic business consulting. So just a whole host of resources for our small businesses, because we do know they're, they're the heart of our communities. And um, especially during trying times like the last year, we want to make sure we keep throwing any resource at them to help them uh, continue to uh, be successful and thrive. So SBDC is, is, is there to serve for sure. Thanks, Mary. That's another very educational thing for us. So as everyone wants to look forward, can you tell us about anything exciting on the horizon for Collin College that might be uh, we might be looking out for? Oh, gosh, I'm I'm trying to keep up myself some days, but this is exciting. When I came to the college four years ago, which was a, a great decision on my part, we had three physical campuses. We had a higher education center and a couple of centers. We have We have added four campuses, physical campuses, in the last four years, one virtual campus, two centers. We are exploring two additional bachelor's programs. We're planning for the growth on our two or all of our additional campuses, which are already exploding. I will tell you, our tech campus in Allen cannot um, sometimes even keep up with the growth in those programs. It's been incredible. So we're really just that growth is what we're, we're trying to address and make sure we're continuing to meet the needs of the students. 
In Plano specifically, we are so excited. We launched a couple of programs last year, but during a pandemic, they got a slow start. We're really excited about partnering with our community and banking and finance and insurance management, human resource management to really look at um, how we can grow those programs and where those needs are in Plano and our surrounding um, cities and in our county. Uh, Plano specifically, I'm looking forward to some master planning, some much needed updates to the campus. We are one of the oldest, 33 years uh, young, but uh, our facilities need some um, refresh and renovation. So over the next four to five years, we're going to see some updates in Plano. But it's just an exciting time for Collin College. We are in a high growth area, high demand for uh, skills for education, for training, for workforce, and we're just going to do our best to keep up with the needs to serve our community. Well, before we wrap up, Mary, can you tell us a little bit about what keeps you busy when you're not at work, maybe how you enjoy your free time or maybe recharge outside of the office? Sure. Uh, well, I have a 15-year-old daughter, Kennedy. She's a sophomore at McKinney Boyd, and um, that definitely keeps me busy. Anybody with kids, anybody with a teenager knows that. Fortunately, our son is, um, he's graduated, Halen has graduated, and uh, living up here and working. And so uh, less attention that he needs now, but definitely the attention to our daughter. Most of my fall includes driving back and forth to Austin to watch a lot of Longhorn football. But what I've learned in the last few games is I just need to watch the first half. And then the second half, I, I have decided to tune out for the rest of it. But still love Longhorn football. So we spend a lot of time with that. My daughter's in plays basketball. So that keeps us busy. I volunteer in Plano. Y'all mentioned that. I, I love working in Plano, living in McKinney. So I get a little taste of both, traveling as much as we can. And then of course, the best class, Leadership Plano Class 38, is keeping me very busy this year. So I'm very excited to get to know those. I'm actually going to see some of them this evening. So get to know classmates, get to know more about Plano the next year. But that's going to keep me busy outside of work for sure. Excellent. Yeah. And education day, I think is coming up. So it'll be right in your wheelhouse. Yes, it is. Well, Mary, it has been a fast, but very educational, informative 30 minutes talking with you today. It's clear that Collin College, especially the Plano campus is a very important community asset and provides our business community with so many fantastic and relevant services. We're also really proud of our partnership with you and excited to see what happens next. And I just have to mention, I kind of feel you on the hazing comment because I took my role here just a few months before the pandemic hit. And I had that moment of wondering, like, is this a joke? Is somebody testing me? But um, as, as Steve commented, and as you said, it's, um, it's been a great learning experience. So we're thrilled to have you um, here today and in our community. And just thank you again for everything you do. Yes, very insightful, Mary. It's been great. I've learned that uh, Collin College has 56,000 students. It offers two bachelor programs that you've educated yourself on wangers, that uh, the cost per credit hour is 25% of what the normal college cost is, and that you offer a, a corporate college. So it's been very insightful. I really appreciate it. And if you out there listening would like to reach our Plano Pulse listeners and also support the Plano Chamber of Commerce, please contact the Chamber team to learn more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. 
Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday. Oh,